ain't no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie And we're all in one accord, once again, your three-man team that leads you through the hallowed hallways of literature's greatest gift, poetry. We've all reassembled. <laughs> Sean is back from a, I don't know, what, a, we, we, you were at that writer's convention? I have some, uh, uh, speaking of that, I have some corrections oh. and omissions from last week. Hit us with them. You, what? What could you possibly have to correct us about? I thought Krill and I did what, in my opinion, is the best episode of Cold Dog Soup to date. Fa- uh, I don't know what you could possibly have to say about this. In 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 sum, I think it was a fantastic episode. You guys mm-hmm. did a great job. Mm, thanks. Picked great, uh, picked some great poems. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Creel um, asking if Clench Calkins was short for Clenchabald. Um, I now have a, uh, <laughs> a, a name for my firstborn son mm-hmm. or daughter. Or <laughs> um, ovaries. Um, <laughs> another one of my favorite uh, uh, Creel quotes from last week was, Yes, this is awkward and somewhat satisfying, just like a bag of M&M's. <laughs> all right so it sounds like you liked it let's just move yeah. right hold on 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 you have to understand we are still not operating on the same page we're not on the same page in the clench fiasco you picked all poems using the word c-l-e-n-c-h and you all said it correctly so i don't have i don't have an issue with the way you guys very correctly pronounced clench as in a clenched yeah. fist or you're clenching your uh-huh. buttocks for whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> there is a word when the tigers wrap up the Western division, they uh-huh. clinch their division. C L I N C H. Creel, did you hear any difference in what he just said? No, I didn't hear anything. That didn't make any sense. <laughs> it's the same I word. I swear we to God. agree to agree. <laughs> yes, agree But to you agree. didn't do an episode using the word clinch at any time. You only did, did clench. Though. You're right. We did, um, we did an episode on clinch. Clinch. Also, uh, let's see. Uh, Pixar's Clinch ups. Mountain Boys. Uh, Pixar's Up sounds like a really sad movie. It is. Um, uh, <laughs> it is. The house flies away. Correction: I have never fi- quote fantasized about raping the two of you. I have written some fan fiction. That's a lie. I've written some fan fiction, <laughs> but I've Wait, never. But how do you get to writing the fanfic without first the fantasy? He, he I mean, gets, it's is this a chicken or an egg to the papyrus. That's what he does. W- one person's <laughs> fantasy is another person's secondary income source uh the m&m's <laughs> <laughs> quote 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 matt hankins the m&m's got all a's the honor roll boys i need to see the long form report cards on that mm. um and finally and this is a question to the two of you uh hankins had mentioned uh had once again pointed out uh, uh harvey weinstein's misgivings 
in joking form, but he, he got it out there again to the collective conscious. Not unlike, um, uh, what's his name, the comedian who made that joke about Bill Cosby, and then all of a sudden Bill Cosby. Uh, Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris, thank you. Uh, do you think that Hankins mentioning of Harvey Weinstein when this episode aired last Sunday or Monday, do you think that was really the straw that broke Lady Justice's back that finally got him arrested this week? Wait, Harvey Weinstein got arrested? Yeah. Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Friday, yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. What happened, guys? I think I think I did do this. I burst this. Yeah, he he uh, he surrendered himself to authorities in uh, in New York, and he was he was arrested. The way that no woman had ever did for him. <laughs> Let out by a lady detective. So you Ooh. know what? Full circle. Oh, that's woke as shit. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Morgan Freeman? What um, <laughs> is Morgan? My thoughts are. If y'all was surprised, y'all ain't been paying attention. Yeah, oh no! Like, what happened with Morgan Freeman? Oh, he was you know abusing some Did ladies, looking at looking up dresses, staring them in the face, <laughs> staring them in the face. Yeah, more what? like Shaw Dane penetration. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Morgan, I have sex with women. It's more like Bruce all up in them guts. What? <laughs> More like Deep Impact. Hey, that's a good one. More like Seven, bitch, I'm gonna rape you. More like, oh god. <laughs> I was gonna say Seven More Freckles, but... Um, that's all I got, guys. Honestly, all, just this is, this, is a, this is a round of snap applause for oh, that episode. Good. Thank you, uh, thank you. Fantastic, fantastic job. <clears throat> um, it made the drive back from um, the poetry workshop... Uh, even <laughs> even better. Uh, you will you will understand that that is not a correction. Um, I was I was definitely at a poetry workshop, and um, as Hankins uh, surmised, uh, I did think they were going to ask me to uh, be a speaker, but um, they were actually just asking me to plug in a speaker, as Hankins said. So um, <laughs> more like coming in style. I come. more like million dollar rapey. Oh come on, come on, we're going we're more like back to driving Miss Rapesy. <laughs> Raping Miss Daisy. That's the obvious joke. Yeah, that yeah. Was, was okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. I fucked it up. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. Well, yeah, I thought we had a good time here uh, last week. But today, um, we we're recording this, and it will be released for Memorial Day. And so that got me to thinking, how can I tastefully find a bad poem <laughs> that relates to Memorial Day? Um, and look, Deep I understand impact. that I have some, I got some, some views on things that aren't popular, so I try to keep that out of this podcast, so I don't want anyone to think that I am anti-military or take this as a light, uh, a light day, but it is a day they give us off work, so <laughs> I felt like it is okay to be a little jovial, a little jocular around the subject. But it did make my searches kind of hard. Um, because even though I found some bad poems, I was like, that feels like it's just in bad taste. Um, so does anybody object to Miss doing a poem <laughs> that is Memorial Day themed? I do not. Hearing no objections. All right. 
So that led me to a thing that I've been wanting to do forever here, and I just always forget it because it is so goddamn awful. This is just, you know, usually I try to present these as we'll make our decision about it. No, I was like, if you take anything away other than this is awful, then we're going to be fighting about that for a while. But so how I came to even know this existed was I went to see Buddy Guy, famous blues guitarist, and uh, he had an opener, and he, he's the, the guy that opened the show has written a lot of songs that Buddy recorded, and so I'm like, oh, okay, well, this guy should be should be pretty good, right? So I see the setup, and I'm like, well, there's no band here, so it's just going to be a guy with an acoustic guitar, I would assume. Nope, that's wrong, first of all, electric guitar. Single guy electric guitar, so that's already painting him in a certain light. <laughs> he's got some sort of weird equipment, you know, lets him record and delay, so he can kind of back himself up and all these things. And he is dressed... Like a man who went to a Guy Fieri yard sale. Ooh. This is what he looks like. And his name is Tom Hambridge. And Tom Hambridge writes the kind of songs that really make me question whether songs should even be written anymore. Um, they are your most, as we were having in the talking about in the production meeting before the show, Creel, they are the basic bitches of songs. Oh, man. Zing. Mm-hmm. They're um, ratchet, if you will. They're... Yeah, they're they're not they're they're not ra- I wish they oh, were ratchet. Okay. They're not. Um, they're just so ri- ridiculously safe. Um, they're they use the kind of trite, overused terms that that Sean Majors would use in his poetry. <laughs> right. It was a dark. Well, that's a be back. Night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, you know, it, it just a lot of overused cliches, easy rhymes, just taking the low road at every possible turn. And during that concert, he unleashed on me something that I had never heard. And I thought that I had heard all of the... We did a whole show on That's Discussing about like 9-11 kind of poems. And I I thought I'd heard all those songs. Well, Tom Hambridge had one in reserve for my ass. And it's called 19. Sean, do you remember the first time I told you about 19? Yes. Uh, I was only wearing boxer shorts. And it, it probably happened as it was as I was hearing the song. I was probably messaging you. Yeah, um, I remember you getting very angry, and you know what? I completely forgot about that conversation until I read this today. And it's all in the words of Celine Dion. It's all coming back to me now. It's all coming back to <laughs> so, me now. Nineteen tells the story of a young high school football player, all American. Yeah, who. Here's the call of his country. (laughs) As many 19-year-olds do. So, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Tom Hambridge's 19. The number on his back. What? That doesn't doesn't make it... Already. (laughs) Yeah, no, (laughs) this is already problematic. (laughs) The number on his back wore the captain of the high school football team. (laughs) Took us all the way to state. Got a scholarship. To play down in Tennessee. Boo. He could catch, he could throw, he could run. He could go like you've never seen. 19. But on the day those Twin Towers came down, his whole world turned round. He told them all, I can't play ball, there's a war on now. (laughs) He marched down. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He marched right down with a few good men and joined the Marines. At 19. He's a boy next door. 
might have carried your bags at the grocery store. Now he's somebody's son in a hole. Oh, God. With a gun in a foreign land, trying to hold on to his American dream at 19. American dream brand assault rifles, now with the military. (laughs) There's a sniper out there in the dark somewhere, and a soldier is down. Needs someone who can duck and run. Get him out somehow. Which one good man will raise his hand and take one for the team? Jesus Christ. How about you, 19? (laughs) The chorus repeats, I will spare you that. Mm -hmm. Brought him home today with a big parade down on Main Street. It's a Bob Seger song. Got a purple heart and a silver silver star soldier gave a speech. Said he could catch, he could throw, he could run. He's the one that rescued me. He could have played for Tennessee. He was 19. He was only 19. Okay, listen. Off the bat, this is this is going to be something that is probably cr- cringeworthy to hear or to say. But however you think about death, however you think about a young life being snuffed out, Dying in defense of your country at a young age and never being forgotten is probably a better way to live your life than to play third-string quarterback in Knoxville. At Tennessee. That's a fair point. The only thing. Like, uh, assuming assuming it's Tennessee and not like MTSU or Memphis. Right. Well, that's... Well, I was going to... All better than playing at Tennessee. I have a question. Uh, well, my first question. Does, the, does this kid die? Sounds like he has a parade, yeah. man. Oh, yeah, he died. What? <laughs> no, he's he, dead. He didn't attend the parade, per se, Creel. <laughs> Do you get he a Purple Heart if you die or only if you're injured? Definitely if you're injured, but I don't know if they also give it if you the injury causes your death. I don't know. Forrest Gump got a Purple Heart. I, well, I guess that, let's start right there. We'll, we'll kind of work our way back. Um, does he die? And is that bad writing that we're even asking this question i think it It says a soldier gave a speech Mm -hmm. is that speech a eulogy well i think it yeah of course it is well i don't know i don't know i i I think i think sean brought up his his first point was that i think this poem has a lot of fake patriotism because i think the author Mm -hmm. just wanted the this kid to play quarterback like like sean said (laughs) this person is more upset that tennessee missed out on this prospect than god damn it this is not the morning of a soldier at war. It isn't. No. This is the morning of an eight and four it, season in Neyland. That's Stadium. exactly it. It's fake also, patriotism wrapped under the Lady Liberty's, uh, you know, noble hand. Speaking of like this <laughs> fake patriotism, can we think of a like less hokey term to talk about dying for your country than fucking take one for the team? Take Are you kidding one for me? The t- like they, they they sit him out there like, look, there's a sniper out there. Um, we need somebody to go get him, right? You're definitely going to get killed, but this guy's a hell of a sniper. We need him a lot more than you. Go up there and get a beanball in your in your ear hole. Oh my god! You know, and 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 yeah, I don't think that this happened. And and I hate to to real. poke holes in this, but like this is we aren't living in oh, this we aren't living in <laughs> Vietnam times where there's a draft. So like that's what Morgan Freeman said. This kid volunteered himself. You know, Tennessee volunteered himself, I guess, you know. That's, that's sort of where we're going with this. 
So, yeah. like, he should have understood the risk, and he should, and it seems like the soldier did, and the author is just has sour grapes about it. Thank God me, Alabama walk, doesn't rhyme walk, with anything. Let me walk that back. I've, I've presented a false, a, I've presented something that's not in the T. There is a sniper in the dark. So that's that's an enemy sniper. Mm-hmm. There is another soldier who is down. Well, it could be yes. friendly. So it could be friendly fire. To, yeah. Friendly fire happens. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is the soldier that is down gets rescued, and he is the one. He is the Silver Star soldier that speaks at the at the guy's funeral at mm-hmm. the end. Oh. Hmm. And nineteen has to go run a, an obstacle course <laughs> to to get. The, he has to run a triple read what, option. Here's what I'm trying to figure out in this scenario, guys. So I get it. Man down. Everybody, you know, who, who's going to go get the man? 19's like, I'll do it. They don't have a vehicle that they can drive out there that might be protected. 19 has to run um, <laughs> unprotected. He's through, just, I'm gonna he's say just the in chain mail. <laughs> 19 is running, weaving his way through there, right? So he obviously saves the soldier. 19 gets to the soldier, I would assume, puts him on his back, starts running back, right? Somehow the sniper shoots past the soldier who he saved and gets nineteen. <laughs> I think you just tag the person you're um, you're rescuing, and then he gets like he and he, he lays down. He, he respawns back behind your own bunker. If I find out this is all about fucking Call of Duty, oh, I'm gonna be so furious. Um, oh god, it's just you know, like again, this is bad. This is and I don't. It's not good. And I don't. I don't want to come across as I think that just because of the subject matter, this is bad. I can point no. you to a several other songs. Dress Jason Isbell's Dress Blues. Correct. Um, Tom Waits, a Hell Broke Loose, and uh, Day After Tomorrow. Is that these what are songs that tackle? About? Yeah, these are songs that tackle the same same subject matter. Yes. Yeah. Um, run through the jungle. Creedence Clearwater Revivals. Run, mm-hmm. I don't, so don't, anybody doesn't accuse me of being a hipster. Run through the jungle. These are all the same. Still in Saigon. Fucking Charlie Daniels did this better. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think I think the most encapsulating song is the Bugle Boy of Company B. So. Bugle Boy. The Boogie <laughs> Woogie mm-hmm. Bugle Boy of Company B. Mm-hmm. I, I cry every time I hear that. Johnny Horton's <laughs> Battle of New Orleans. They in that song, those guys took an alligator, put powder in his tails, and shot it like a cannon, and it's still a better song than this. It's and there's just this weird there's this weird uh like sense of trying to be respectful but just not pulling it off. Now but he's somebody's missing. son in a hole is just a disgusting <laughs> thing to say about a fallen soldier. He's, well, I think I think that that is pre death. Yeah. Oh, you think that's the trench? Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Still poor imagery. Just yeah. somebody's son in a hole sounds like he's at a fucking bathhouse. Or like bath Buffalo house. Bill's trying to get him to put the lotion on his skin or he's going to get the lotion. lotion again. Holy shit. Are you telling me that are this you tell- is all... Are you telling <laughs> this me is a treatment this is for all Silence all of the Lambs? A treatment for it Silence be, of the Lambs? It could be a woman soldier. Oh, no, no, no. It says he, doesn't it? Yeah, he never mind. Son. It does. Well, he played football. Crew. Buffalo Come Bill on. wanted that I mean, suit of women, and this could have been the nineteenth victim. I mean, you know, the soldier could identify as a woman. Oh, I don't know. And like, I, I believe, I believe that Hambridge lives in Nashville. I think he's a Nashville guy now. But to write this song and put the, the t- I have a problem with Tennessee being 
specifically. I have a I have a problem with him making a specific college that this kid signed at. I <laughs> yeah. do too. Yeah. I do it too. It makes me angry. Especially uh, when he's writing it in Nashville and Vandy's right there. You could give him that. Well, you Which know Which technically I guess he says down in Tennessee, so perhaps the kid did go to Vandy. Yeah, I don't know if Vanderbilt rhymes with been. anything. Wouldn't uh, it be great if built? Would it be Which great? Is what the case against Bill Cosby was built on? <laughs> I don't care. What he what, wouldn't it be great if uh, if Jay Cutler just went to the Marines instead of play football? Oh my God! What if this was a poem about Jay Cutler? <laughs> and we didn't know, and he didn't die, and he did just get shot, and we didn't know that. That's why he's suffering from PTSD all these years. That's why he's been such an asshole, Possibly. saving millions of Chicago Bears fans from a lot of heartache. I mean, this is. I'm right though, guys. This is unequivocally poor. It's not. Oh good. yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it's not good. Let's talk about this fucking chorus. This chorus repeats a couple times. <laughs> this chorus is what it should do. Let's talk about this chorus. He's a boy next door. The never used line. Bags boy at next the grocery door. store. <laughs> nope, that's bad. That's bad already. Um, now he's somebody's son in a hole with a gun in a foreign land, trying to hold on to his American dream. Obviously, I'm reading this and not listening to it, but I can't find a rhyming pattern in there at all. Uh, it's it's A, A, B, C, D, D. <laughs> so it's door, store, whole land, dream 19. <laughs> oh, yeah, 19 is the thing at the end. Awful. Just awful. For some reason, going through this, I, I have the tune of Lonesome Dove by Garth Brooks. And, well, there's a shocker, and it <laughs> and it's just a it's a song with no like no structure at all, and I I think this like tries to like jam in structure where there's just like there's too many words. Sean, you're my resident Taylor Swift expert. Mm-hmm, true fact. Can you confirm or deny that she recorded this? Oh God, I only I only know a sides. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> As I was I was because I was I was looking around for the lyrics to this and I it, it came up a couple times I did not go the steps needed to verify that but if there's a Taylor Swift version of this and also that Taylor Swift version of that Earth Wind and Fire song starting to think Taylor Swift isn't very good <laughs> I mean she has that 22 song it would seem <laughs> I don't know if she would also sing a song Holy called 19 shit. that's more poppy and I'm going to propose <clears throat> oh god she covered tracks of my tears Oh, God. Oh, I don't want to turn into the Attack Taylor Swift podcast, but that is not good. So is there any particular line in here that we haven't covered that just gets all up in your guts, Morgan Freeman style? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do like the the part that says, he joined a few good men, he joined the Marines. You know, that's their motto. Did he just go that's rip- a callback. That's the motto. That's a callback. A few, a few good men. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't the Navy because a global force for good doesn't quite fit no, into this. No, it does uh, not fit this poem. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. The uh, the part that gets Maybe me... Maybe he and- just went down to Blockbuster and rented a few good men. <laughs> uh, that's a good movie. Sorkin like a motherfucker. Uh, the only part that gets me is, and this is just being a Drive by Truckers song, the, or Drive by Truckers fan, the last full stanza... Remind it reminds me of Pulaski. Um, yeah, I, I knew. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it it just seems like you know it's trying to it's trying to paint a. Uh, there are songs that have better painted that photo of you know. 
And they brought him home with a bag. <laughs> no, no, no. It's brought a, him a home with a, big, with a big it's parade. A big, I know. <laughs> I was wanting it to be bagged so bad. Now, I do have a question. Like, I don't ever remember there being like a big parade for a funeral. A parade, and you know, invokes images of happiness and you know, bands and uh, you like know, you've come home safely. Yeah, you come home safely. That parades for heroes. You know, John McCain and whatnot. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know unless he's just saying that parade. Unless he's just using parade as a uh, a euphemism for, <laughs> for like the funeral, funeral procession. procession. Of, yeah, yeah. Of cars going down Main Street. Brought him home today with a big parade. <laughs> now, <laughs> got a purple heart and a silver star soldier gave got a speech. A purple heart and a silver star soldier gave a speech. It is injured or uh, killed in action. Purple heart, by the way. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Um, I think the line that gets me is, what one good man will raise his hand? Again, we couldn't send more. We couldn't figure out a way to stop the sniper. I mean, they have to have some kind of, like, unmanned artillery vehicle. That could just... We got drones. I know that. Well, you know, it's it remind, reminds me of the scene in Forrest Gump, you know, that the backup isn't there, man. Sometimes you got to make the call. Someone's got to run through the jungle and save everybody. You don't so got, you don't got you get, robots and stuff. And then you get shot in the butthole, and you get to meet Richard Nixon and Elvis. And is that how military decisions are made? Is it just a Congress that a uh, guy says, hey, guys, gather around. Get a knee. Everybody get a knee. Uh... Now, if there are no volunteers, I'm going to pick someone. Uh, Brooklyn is down. Which one of you boys? Tennessee? West Virginia? District of Columbia? Uh, Huntington Beach? Uh, uh, what about you back there, uh, Chicago? Any of you guys want to just go run out here <laughs> into a known sniper field and just lay down and trade places with the guy that's hurt? Killer bee scenario. I do One like guy how, had a mask on his twin magic. I do like how they, um, in this, for instance, they craft platoons just based on where people are from. So if you already have a guy from DC and somebody else is from DC, they're going to like Bravo Company. <laughs> One per. We can't have two representatives from the same. Because if somebody says, metro. "What about you, West Virginia?" and two people, that's confusion on the battlefield. I can't have that. Can't in, have it. In, can't in, have it. In alpha, in alpha group, are those things? <laughs> are those words? He, he could have played for Tennessee. Oh. He could have. He got a scholarship, so yes, he definitely could have played for Tennessee. But that's. But this gets to the heart of what I was saying about. Tom, every one of these verses, any of us could have written just as poorly as he did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Could, any of us could have done it. Like, literally any I human. <laughs> me too. I also have. Hashtag me too. Um, any human can write this song. Yeah. Anyone can. And be just as shitty. Like, we covered the work of John Dow here on this podcast. And he did a better job of Sweet Touchdown. Yeah, yeah. We should really do that song. I love that a lot. I still see him running them Sweet Touchdowns. Just turning it on for the home team. 19. <laughs> see, it works. You just put it's 19 a, in there. Also, what fucking speed. position was he playing where he's wearing 19? 
Um, yeah, that's that's my question. So is is nineteen just his age, or is he also wearing nineteen? Uh, I, I remember clearly, Sean. The number on his back wore the captain of the high school football team. <laughs> Those are words. I don't know if it's a sentence, but I mean, Jared Lorenzen wore twenty two from Kentucky. Uh, I want to say. I mean, what did what did Peyton would have been a better choice to go save this guy? Is you Peyton can't Manning stop him with a sniper's bullet? Uh uh-uh. uh. Is Peyton eighteen? Yeah, Peyton he was Manning eighteen. 18? Yeah. 18? I want to say like Keyshawn Johnson is the only nineteen I know. Wasn't Eli this like twenty about in college or some shit? No, God, no, he's 10. He's just like, oh, no, I'm yeah. just like daddy. I'm going to do it like daddy. What a mouth breather. <laughs> I love daddy. <laughs> the episode was going really great Peyton until Manning. Hank has just kept saying daddy for five. Yeah, hey, it's a weird impersonation. I think it's very Hankins. Hankins is the, of all the people speaking on this podcast today, Hankins is the least likely to just say daddy for four minutes straight. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> that is absolutely true. So let me ask you guys this, and I want a response from each of you. Fine. The protagonist of this song, 19. Cream Daddy or Gullaboy? <laughs> I, I refuse to answer that question. Oh, you're going to answer. You have a- to answer. Ab- about this fake dead soldier yes hmm. cd or gb it's a cd uh, for me definitely a cd um, i don't f- sorry sorry Creel. well i was gonna say it's a cd because there was potential here kind of like you know that was just unrealized so that's, that's why it's a cd for me yeah i think that i think we've discussed on previous episodes that you you're not like a cream daddy in training but you're not you're not a cream daddy like from day one so i think that i think it's a cd for me but like not fully realized but i think the sacrifice that he made the fake sacrifice that he made to his fake country i'm assuming this is the united states of america and there's not like a tennessee province of ukraine um No, we're in America. It talks about the Twin Towers. Well, they got, yeah, that's they, got what... they have two towers in Ukraine. They don't have any more than that, but they have two towers. Oh, okay. They're, they're spread apart by several blocks, but still, they got two of them. <laughs> um, in this fake country, in this fake story, uh, yeah, definitely a CD for the sacrifice that he made. I would love to be mean enough to say anybody who raises their hand... Mm-hmm. To run into a sniper trap in lonesome full on color boy, but <laughs> oh shit, GB. it is it is his ability to score sweet touchdowns that mm-hmm. makes him a creep daddy. It's true. It's true. I would like that to be a new part of this podcast where every week we end <laughs> by deciding if the protagonist if the protagonist of the poem was indeed a cream daddy or a gullaboy. Mm. Yeah, I I honestly think I don't think what I do takes away from the podcast. I think it's just my presence lends to subpar episodes. So, <laughs> are you saying this was a subpar episode? Wow. You guys, you so guys. Well, out. if 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 last week was par, absolutely, I'm saying that this was a subpar episode. I'm saying last week was a fucking double eagle. Last week tonight with John Oliver. 
it's like losing his footing. See, <laughs> see, this is what I'm saying. Not a not a great experience for the listener. Losing its footing. Uh, last week tonight with John Oliver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I stopped watching it this season. Wow. He did a he did a very good. Uh, he really eviscerated the rehab uh, industry. <laughs> he did. Oh, he really. I think he did a very rehab. good job on that. But um, yeah, it's it's just it's not a necessity anymore for me. But you know, it no longer is Family Guy, and no longer is. Uh, I ran through Silicon Valley. I thought that was they had another great season. Uh, just watched Barry was starring Bill Hader. I thought that that was a phenomenal first season. I can't wait for the second one. Um, and I I, uh, I have not been able to pull the trigger on the new Silicon Valley. For I feel I feel like I hate everybody on the show. Jared is um, really good at this this season. Okay, he's the only one that I have any compassion for. So maybe if it's a if you're telling me to get heavy Jared, maybe I can maybe I can make it. Through. He has this line about Al Gore and George Bush, and it's and it's it's so, it's so fucking funny. I can't remember what he says, but it's something to the effect of like, you know, don't act like Al Al Gore. Uh, uh, acted like a fake environmentalist, and then he lost to a fake cowboy, and now he does disaster porn for liberals. <laughs> it's something that effect. It's very well, funny. Um, let me put my Al Gore in your George Bush was the trademark line of Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> I should have went out with that. Should I left too much space. I'm going to recut this yeah, we'll you go out with another one. Okay. Um, coming in butts is okay. the funniest skit. I, I would prefer time. that you put the put the music over the first one. My God, <laughs> it's a funny skit. I'm gonna put a link to it. This has been Cold Dog Sir. Ain't no money in poetry. That's what sets a poet free. I've had all the freedom I can stand. You got your cold dog soup. Rainbow pie, all it takes to get me by. Fool my belly till the day I die. Cold off suit and rainbow pie.